It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely on Topic, and we are back after a month's hiatus. We, of course, are your uh, favorite. No, let's try that again. We are not your favorite podcast. No, you know what? I was was trying to say what we do, which is we're a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. And I am uh, I am I am really out of out of uh, shape here for podcasting um i'm va i am here with jeff hello 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 nick this is the first time i can breathe out of my nose in two weeks right and tim that's easy for you to say (laughs) (laughs) i mean was it though was it though (laughs) it's it took an awful lot to do that wow okay so I, I first I want to apologize because it all started in in the beginning of November when I just um, I got really busy and then I got sick because everybody knows that when you're having fun something has to happen where you're not having fun it's like for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction yeah that's what happened to me so I was actually trying to schedule very stupidly trying to schedule a podcast episode for when i couldn't speak i actually could speak but i sounded it was not attractive it's not how i like to sound some people that's their natural voice hey and that works for them but it's not my natural voice and i just yeah i couldn't and then everything you know life life just happened so it's like we just couldn't get it together. We took a break. We said after Thanksgiving we'll get it back together. And it was really nice to hear the feedback from uh I think it was uh Jason M and Adam Ramage, you know, about how like we bring light to your day. So thank you. Um I wish we could have recorded in the meantime, but I'm just going to accept the blame here. It was mostly my fault. Then I was sitting in dur- jury duty and I was like we got to talk about like when we're going to record next and so we did we had a lot of conversation about a lot of things but we never once (laughs) scheduled a time and then (laughs) so almost a week passes and i'm like hey guys you know we should probably schedule something (laughs) that was all on me because i was being dumb (laughs) (laughs) it was more fun to talk about whether or not i was possibly going to be on a jury i was not but uh you know it was my first real experience with jury duty because i had been called but then told to stay home this time i had to go and and i did not get selected now chances were really bad i was going to get selected because my number was like 59 (laughs) and they only called like jurors like uh 27 through 37 so there you go yeah so we're here now and a lot has happened a lot a lot a lot has happened with the bruins since we last spoke um i'm just going to uh point out that there have been one two three four five six seven eight nine of those and and then uh 
two. So there have been 18 games. No, no, sorry, that's wrong. 15 games since we last spoke. Also, the season ended when we la- since we last spoke because everything I've seen is that the Bruins suck and we should not be following everything. So, yeah. <laughs> Season's ended. Season's over. Um, yeah, okay. Like, uh... <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about that blip. That blip where... Um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, what the Bruins are doing right now is... It's hard to understand because, you know, we know that they have problems. The Bruins have problems and we will talk about those problems. But the Bruins continue to just be like, it's, are they overperforming or is this just performing? Let's start out with that. Louis DeBrusque, when he was on the hockey show a couple of weeks ago, before the dad's trip, he said, that he saw this Bruins team as being all the guys are pulling on the rope at the same time. And that was their success. So it's like everybody is working hard in the same way at the same time. But we saw when they went down to Florida, they got a little distracted, not really terribly, but then it was the it was right after they came back from Florida that they just fell apart for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it looked partly worse because it was kind of a showcase weekend for the team. You know, the last few years, every year, it's been you know, um, uh, Boston Wings on on on, uh, on Black Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And they just you know didn't get back up from that from that stumble from the rest of the weekend, which isn't a good sign. But like when you have that's a rough. It looked worse because it was a three and four, and they lost all of them. They uh, outright lost to both Detroit. Oh, no, they outright lost all three of them. That's right. (laughs) I have it written down. And oh, my. Yeah, it was hard to walk away from that weekend feeling positive about the team, even though we had seen so much so much before that. And I think that the the problem that we don't want the Bruins to run into is being too hot too early. Right. Right. But also, I think here's something else that I think we forgot going i think going into this season we knew there was going to be a regression because obviously you're not going to be go out play on the same pace as last year it's just impossible to expect that again and then all of a sudden they did that to start the season so everyone forgot they were supposed to regress so when they start regressing more to the mean the ceilings fall and i think that's kind of what it is is in my eyes because like here's the thing my sports teams are so negative right now, and the Bruins are like the least of my worries <laughs> in terms of like how they're playing and stuff like that. Like I just expected them to regress some, and that's what they're doing. Oh, oh Tim. Shocker. Tim. Uh, yeah. How much does it cost to buy corn in Tampa Bay? A buccaneer. Ah! <laughs> oh, <you got> it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we can't even tank correctly. I want them to tank for drop position, and we can't even do that right right now. So, like... No, 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 no. I don't want you to tank for draft position. I want the Patriots to continue to lose, um, and I want somehow or another the Panthers to win a couple of games. Um, that way, the 
the the uh, Patriots can can get a higher draft pick. But anyway, yeah. yeah. You also in that case need Belichick not to be the one making said draft pick, right? Oh yes, I firmly believe in that. Uh, yes, you know what? Um, thank you, Bill Belichick. You had an amazing run. You were you were our brilliant defensive guy. You really are. The defense right now is still pretty good, even though there are key pieces missing. Uh, and the defense is the only thing that even keeps this team in games. But I think it's time for a change. And I know that change can be scary, but I think that two and nine or whatever they are now, two and ten, that's pretty freaking scary, too. So I'm ready to move on. And, uh, you know, I hope that wherever you're traded to, that you're going to enjoy it a little bit more. I want off the Todd Bowles ride so badly. Hmm. So, so badly. Yeah. Todd Bowles wild ride is not fun. I'm telling you. Well, I hear you. I hear you. But anyway, let's get back to this Bruins. Regression. It happens. Mm-hmm. It I, does. I'm I, I just, I, I, those, like, I just, I just have a hard time feeling worried about that three game sample. Like, like they had one regular, they had one regulation loss at the time of the losses happening. They still only have four regulation losses, right? So like, um, and you know they had the three game skid, and then they've uh, they, they they just they won turned around and won the next three games, right? Yes, yeah, they exactly. did, including an overtime win against Toronto in Toronto, in which that game they blew the lead. Oh, did they ever? And then, you know, and you're like, you're just sitting there. You're like, last minute of play. You're like, don't do this. And they do it. And my husband, it was, he yelled so much. I was just like, please, I want to leave the house now. Can I leave the earth? It was just so much yelling. And I'm like, I get it. But I refuse to get that upset about a regular season game right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fortunately, I'm, uh, you know, uh, Brad bratted and Tavares uh, went controller disconnected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Couple of things about that game. I, I, I told Joby, my brother, it's like, ah, I guess this is what happens when you're missing Bergeron. You, you allow a goal in the final seconds of, of play. He reminded me, this was actually an issue last year too. At the end of each period. They would always that seemed to be a, a, a situation where they would let up or let let up and let in a goal. To give Toronto credit, they shrunk the ice, brought all six attackers uh in front of the net, absolute confusion. And one guy out of the eleven skaters on the ice just noticed, no, let me just get back here. And it's Austin Matthews. He's gonna score. So good for him. Now I forgot my second point. Oh, yeah. Bruins had 11 shots in OT. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. It was. It was more than they... (laughs) They had double-digit shots in OT when there were several periods they did not have. Yeah. It's it is the overtime now the third period. Remember there was that was it last year where it was like eh, we'll just uh, and then the third period they'll be like ah we're yeah. just gonna win it or maybe it was a couple of years ago ah we're just gonna win it fine 
is the overtime period now becoming that for them? Because I don't think they've actually have they actually lost in overtime. Oh yeah, to Tampa, Tampa. Bay, Tampa Bay. Yep, that was a fun game. I actually watched the third period in overtime, even though the they, the Bruins lost. That was still fun. Okay. I napped through the first two periods because I was sick. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's always Tampa Bay. Whenever you think they're like down and out, they're like they're finally mounting like. Not, I don't want to say a comeback, but they're looking like Tampa Bay again, and it's just mm-hmm. annoying. I mean, they just got like absolutely thumped by uh, Dallas, like like eight one or something. Yeah, so, and right when you think Tampa's back, they fall you again. <laughs> it turns it's like, oh, maybe maybe Vasilevsky's still still damaged goods. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It takes a little bit of time to come back from. I guess he had back surgery. Is that what it was? Yeah, he moved the piano. Because he didn't have enough money to like hire movers for. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that's how he injured himself. Wait, 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 I, I didn't hear. I, did, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, that's he, true. He, yeah, he injured his back like moving a piano, and in his new home or something like that. And like he could, and, he and has the team didn't like suspend him or something for it. Cause, like some years ago, remember they 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 suspended Josh Harding. As he got angry, kicked a wall at the uh, at the at the practice facility and broke his foot, and so the Wild suspended him. Oh yeah, it's kind of a rough I, deal like, too because Harding was also Harding was also um uh, was also playing with with MS. Oh, oh and it had missed chunks of time for his treatment and stuff too. But then yeah, his career basically got ended because he broke his foot kicking the wall and got suspended by the Wild. Jeez. Yeah, piano. I. This is such a baseball player injury too, because like I feel like more than any other sport, baseball players get injured in the weirdest way. I'll never you mean forget Dustin Penner. Pretty sure throughout it was back, Marty throughout his, throughout his back, reaching across, re- reaching for a plate of pancakes. Ooh, that's a be- that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. I thought there was somebody who who hurt their back making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Also a good one. There was Marty Cordova though. Marty Cordova for the Orioles got injured, went on the disabled list because he burned his skin in a tanning bed. Oh. So he was tanning, and that's how he went on the injured list because he got like third degree burns on his like face. So or something. I know of at least two occasions um in the, in the last uh, decade plus uh where an NHL missed time because they cut themselves um cutting chicken. Wasn't it? A, it was a goalie. Oh yeah, Craig Anderson did it ages ago. It yeah. did, did did it about twelve years ago, and then someone on the Canes did it a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm gonna tell tell people a very handy trick. Don't put something in your hand and cut it. <laughs> I usually like put the chicken on on top of my hand and then get a like a saw. <laughs> just, just just get it on the knee there, you know. Yeah, yeah. good solid work surface. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I made that mistake once. I had a bagel, it was in my hand. I was cutting it, I missed, and then I said, Never again. I put that bagel on its side on a on a surface and then I just cut down. So I had been I had been cutting bagels while holding them for ages, right? And then suddenly I got a better bread knife. (gasps) A much better bread knife. Oh, I didn't get myself too bad, but yeah, it was a. Uh... 
Yeah, yeah. Is so, it just like went through? It just it just went through it like butter. I'm like, I wasn't ready for that. No, <laughs> no, no. All right, public service announcement: Don't hold things that you're cutting, food items that you're cutting. Put them on a cutting board. Cut them in a way that your hand is not involved in the in the cutting area. So you can you can do it. This is why I'm against paring knives. I actually use a chef's knife for approximately everything. Mm. There's only one. You have to use a chef's knife on the surface. It can't be done otherwise, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I When I was younger, I used to use paring knives all the time to cut potatoes down and stuff like that. I don't. I use the big chef's knife now. Um, yeah, because it is too easy to hurt yourself with a paring knife. It really is. And it honestly isn't actually better at most of those things than the big than the big chef's knife is anyway. I go with brute force, baby, brute force, and a sharp edge. Brute force yeah, and I gotta, a sharp edge. I, I, I actually got to run mine through the sharpener. I haven't done that in a while, but yeah. I hone it every time. It holds up well, and it's a good knife. And I baby it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta. And when you're chopping onions and things, do not put your your fingers out. Curl your fingers. While you're holding the end of the, the the onion, so you don't chop off your fingers. Yeah, so. that's how I chopped off a fingernail. Yeah, I've done that too. Oh, I I, I I got kind of big big chunk of my thumb off around Christmas 2014, cutting garlic. I was at my ex's. Uh, she had bad knives, and the garlic was in the had been in the fridge for a long time and was squishy. Mm. Um. Anyway, I've actually cut the scar the scar off from that multiple times since, and that's not. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. This pinky had like three and a half stitches in it because I accidentally ran it along the edge of a big saran wrap. Yeah, it was bleeding for a long time, and I had to go get it stitched up. And so that's. You know, that's not fun. I mean, truthfully, I got enough scars on my left hand. I look like I play five finger filet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, whenever I see anybody do that, that is fucking scary. So ugh. the first time I saw it was was the aliens when what's his name does that? The android there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So very, very scary. Um, I don't do that, but I, I get the reference. I also um, took a chunk out of this thumb when I was grating something. <laughs> you know how we have that whole thing with with Ellen, where it's like, "Don't grate your fingers." Yeah. Um, and uh, she grated her fingers, and I'm going to make her a T-shirt of that. I at mean, I, I hate box graters yep. so much, so so passionately much. Yep. But like, I keep buying blood cheese in a block and grading it myself because yes, it makes more sense economically and space in the fridge wise. But frick, <laughs> and also it's just better. Like, yeah, let's say I you're, you're... It, but, but I and I do it, but I hate the damn because the cheese so that you grate from the block will melt easier, or it will oh because be... it doesn't got cornstarch or anything on it, yeah, right. So it doesn't have those those things. So like, it's it's worth it, but it's a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, so I took a chunk out of my right thumb because I was using a grater um, and I, I'm i like, I did this. I'm like, oh, crap. I know exactly what I did. And I look over at the fridge and our oh, urgent no. care had just closed and I had to wait for Glenn to come home. He took me to this other urgent care that took me. It took them two and a half hours to actually see me before they just put some glue 
on my finger. <laughs> Two and a half hours. There was no one there. That 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 place is closed now because like oh, they good. were terrible. Big surprise. Yeah, but we have like an urgent care through our our medical group that we can go to. So Glenn's the only person who's actually ever used it in our of the two of us, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, I um yeah. So be careful when you're using the box grater. You know, I need to get one of those those chainmail gloves. That's what I need to do. I should have put that on the list for santa oh well <laughs> chain mail gauntlet what <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna wear it to the club <laughs> <laughs> i'm not kidding one night i was at man rain some guy did wear chain mail and i was like oh okay um, I mean, that means if someone got up and he really messed with them this that that backhand slap would would take out teeth <laughs> This guy really liked to dance like oh, that. No. And I was like, I was so afraid that my nose was going to get in the way because <laughs> I had a nose piercing at the time. So I'm like, please stay away from me. I don't want to be in your chain mail. Anyway. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> How did we get on this topic? Uh, we I don't know. Weird injuries. Weird injuries. Weird injuries, yeah, definitely. And oh, the piano for Vasilevsky. Okay, whoo! Glad that we got back to there. Yes, yes, he certainly doesn't have enough money to pay people to move a piano by any means. Uh, the guy is getting like pennies to play goal for a a team that he's uh, not only won the Vesna with, but also has won Stanley Cup with three times. So, yeah, we we know poor. Let's let's get a GoFundMe for for the next time he has to move his piano. I'm being a little facetious here, but anyway, <laughs> I, you know, I I will say this about Tampa Bay. I don't know how they look all the time, but I have a feeling that when the Bruins come to town or they come to play the Bruins, they're just like, you know, we're just gonna step up our game a little bit. You know, it means a little bit more. They're a rival. They're the same division. You know, that stuff counts more than a game against at Dallas. But I was glad to see that the Bruins after losing in in overtime to Tampa, they went to Florida and beat them 3 to 1. So that was nice. But um yeah, I I'm not worried about the one, uh, win-loss record. I'm just wondering what makes this team tick and what what improvements can be made. Now, we do we have the lines all settled out yet? Do you think? Because I know Marshy's now with Coil and um somebody. I can answer the line question. Okay. Yes. Um, no. So the this team now is built for defense, and of course, last year they had the best goals for and goals against because they just had an abundance of everything. This team doesn't have the offense like it did last year. And they and there's no trade that's going to bring that back. So if the Bruin the Bruin success is gonna be almost exclusively based on pasta timely scoring and then just um amazing blue line and then uh both goalies playing the best they've ever uh ever played. Right. Which Seems like actually a, a plausible recipe for success 
But when it doesn't work, you get those those losses three in a row. Because this... importantly, they didn't practice at all during that stretch. Yes. And they hadn't in some days before the first game of it either. Right. I mean, it wasn't a good look when Swayman got pulled after two goals against. And everyone was like, why was Swayman pulled? And then, you know, it's like it was a message. It was not to Swayman. It was a message to the rest of the team. And then the team didn't and couldn't pull it together when Omar came in. And they end up losing that game. That was the uh, Columbus game, wasn't it? That that happened? Yes. Olmark's had a little bit of stumbling from here. I mean, goalies are going to have bad games. Swayman wasn't really super on that night, but it turns out nobody was on that night. And I made the unfortunate decision to accidentally read uh, Hag's tweet where he basically was like, oh, does uh, Montgomery have all the tools in his tool bag anymore? Because he pulled out oh, the bag skate to... and he pulled out the, Who you know. You call the... it a tool bag, Hags, your tool bag. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's like when you, when you read those tweets, you're just like, why did I do this? I'm not personally worried about the goaltending. The defense, I'm usually, I'm pretty good on that, except that, I wish that Hampus Lindholm were producing like he were last year. I'm very happy with my boys to boys. I'm always happy with him. Here's and... the thing about Lindholm. You know what he's just gone back to? He's just gone back to what he was at Anaheim before those two down years right before we got him. There's no scenario he was going to redo it, do last year again. He never scored. He's just never been that player. He just was that player last year for funsies. I know. It was so fun, though. Can we just convince him that it was really fun? He should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of also found out that he broke up with his girlfriend. So we don't know if yeah, that leads that de- That detective work cracks me up. I mean, good good work. <laughs> I'm very sad about it. Yeah. I really am. Because I just want the guys to be happy. Yeah. I, I don't think it's funny that he broke up. I think it's funny, funny that-, that I figured it out that way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just want the guys to be happy. Uh, whoever they're with, I don't really care. If they're happy, if, they're happy. If I could just be realistic and improve one te- one thing for the Bruins is I-, I would say, hey, your power play is now better. It's not bad, but that to me would just be that little bit of extra boost they could use to make that offense a little bit better. I mean, right. they're, they're, in, they're in the top, probably the top third in the league. But with a team that's built so much on defense, if you can get a get a gift from your power play, that'd be huge. Maybe that's where Lindholm can help out. I don't know. I don't have an, I have no idea how to make it better. I know that to get to really get Jake DeBrusque to to kind of activate mm-hmm. a little bit more, you have to consider giving him more power play time. You know, when he was put on the power the first power play for at least one of the games during the dad's trip he Mm. he scored so it's like i I know that you want jvr to be there in front of the net and stuff but i think giving jake the first power play time might be more beneficial you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not really sure what to think about the the d on the on the power play you know you're gonna have chucky be the uh the court or try to be the quarterback or so if that that first power play unit but 
you know, I wonder if switching it up a little bit is worth it, uh, venturing. But I'm not sure who on the team could do that. You know, Shattenkirk hasn't, it's not that player anymore and hasn't been for some years now. There was a point in his career, it would be Shattenkirk. We would already, we would already be running that power play, right? But yeah, know, like, like, like Grizz is the sort of player that you always feel like, ah, oh, he could be able to do it, but then he never has. And he's been given the opportunity. Actually, yeah. you, you know what the Bruins are really lacking on the power play? Uh, Bergeron and Krejci. No. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, those two guys. It's like, it's so hard to talk about the Bruins and not mention Bergeron. Mm. He hasn't played a minute for them, a second for them this season. In fact, he's really doubled down on the retired thing because he played in an alumni game on Saturday, the game I went to. And oh, cool. Let me tell you how they deployed Bergeron in that game. Mm-hmm. Bergeron had virtually no time in his own zone. They just kind of parked him over at the blue line in the offensive zone mm-hmm. and just let him do his thing. He didn't score, but he did move the puck around a lot. <laughs> and But you could tell that Bergeron was playing at like 40%. Oh, yeah. I, and he, he can outskate everybody out there. And mm-hmm. it was just, but it was like sad because it's like you're you're happy for him, but you're also sad because you're just like, oh, Bergie, why? You know, so he's not coming back, so we can't keep pining for him. I mean, we can, but we we shouldn't. It's gonna take a while for that power play stuff to to work out a little bit better, I should say. I just I want Marshy to have a good center that works well with him mm-hmm. and uh, is that on the team <laughs> you know see one of the things is like i don't know if, if monty's not giving uh enough rope with patra with patra with um uh, with marshy mm-hmm. like because that that feels like it should work yeah like he is no like patra's no bergy he's never going to be a bergy but like you know i was it, was it Jack Hahn, I think, Road talked about how he takes this very efficient way up the ice, which was a distinctly Bergeron uh, um, tactic. And like, okay, well, I feel like Brad should be able to work with someone that can move like that. Yeah. It means Potra is going to be in the places Brad's accustomed to expecting his mm-hmm. center to be. Right. Right. Ooh, wow. A lack of playing. Uh, I, I just thought about it. A lack of practice time really must affect Patra. Um, because he's not he's just on this team this year mm. you know yeah i guess the only thing if you have marchand and uh patois on the same line is that's kind of a small line i don't know what kind of uh and there's things there isn't unless you're willing to you're ready to try running freddie yes their right wing Freddie's not even like that big. He's only six two, right? He's just right. Uh, he's just he's a he's a large six two, but <laughs> I mean it wasn't oh, like I thought he was six three. Yeah, six two, six three. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah, he's like, but is he like two thir- thirteen, two twenty or something like that? So the numbers that are here, and what I did the page yeah. I happen to have in front of me is cap friendly depth charts, it has them at six two, two oh three. Oh. Hmm. And I assume they they did they, they, their data mining their set their data set from actual uh, 
from the NHL NHL website, but according to the Bruins, six three two twenty. I see. Mm-hmm. It's a bit unusual. That I would have thought that um, um, Cap Friendly would have a uh, better data mining for something that simple. <laughs> anyway, but that's I not believe to say, he's two twenty. Yeah. Um, it's not to say that uh, you know Bergeron, Marchand, and um of brusque or it was like this massive muscle line but there there was some actually debrusque is he's he's got some he's got some beef boy in him but uh six no yeah this can't be right yeah <laughs> but <laughs> gonna say he's playing he's not playing at 188 this is bullshit but uh, cap friendly jesus <laughs> who debrusque yeah yeah, <laughs> I love how Debrusque. Yeah, Bruin says Debrusque is playing at one ninety eight. I'm like, that makes more sense. <laughs> Debrusque is somehow simultaneously an adult, but can't pack, can't figure out how to wear cologne. He certainly doesn't cook for himself because basically it used to be his diet was like all sorts of snack cakes and Oreos and Coke. And when anybody is like, oh, who is the worst at this? Everybody says it's Jake. So, <laughs> and then there was that meme the other week where it was like, who can and wants to run a Dairy Queen? <laughs> and, and Marcy's like, can, but doesn't want to. Frederick is can and wants to. Pasta was like, wants to, but can't. And Jake was, uh, I think, I don't know what Jake was, but <laughs> he can't run a Dairy Queen. We know that. He would eat up all the profits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything other than like Jake is He's, Jake's a hot mess. It's fine. <laughs> he is. It's like there's the definition of it in the uh, in the dictionary and it's a picture of Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I know we, we like Freddie with the uh, coil, but I don't know. Have we? I I feel like they tried Marshy with Patra, but for like one game, and it's like, could we try a little bit more? Well, so so the last two games, it was Marshy. It was Marshy with Coyle and Heinen. Okay. So they already have. Yeah. All right, that's good. I mean, like honestly, like like, and that's something else. Just in general, I'm just like how. How great are some of these are were some of these one year signings, the Heinen and, and JVR signings? I was thinking to myself the other day, just driving, going like that was a great signing of Heinen. And the guy wanted to be here. Yeah. He's having himself a, a decent year. Yeah. Because Heinen, when he couldn't get a look in the NHL, he could have decided to go over to the KHL for a season or something. Uh, but he wanted to be here. And I thought it was a really good sign when I happened to see Instagram by uh, by uh, Marcy's wife of Denton Heinen's wife hanging out with the wives hmm. before he was signed. And it was like, good for her. You know, he traveled with them, even though he was just still a PTO so that he could see games and stuff. I'm glad that they signed him. I'm glad he's back. I forgot how fast he can be. And how he can be in the right spot at the right time. So I'm really happy. And JVR, very good signing. You can't complain about that signing. Because even if he sucked, it's a million dollars. Which is kind of like... The... He doesn't suck because he's done five goals, 11 assists. Like I know. I'm, I'm disappointed he's not on the 82 goal 
yeah. <laughs> pace that he was in the first few games of the season. <laughs> I'm not that I'm not disappointed, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that they're both here. Shattenkirk, I I honestly forget he's on the team. He's on that third pairing with Forbert and the only time yeah, I ever I notice him is when things go wrong. I was really hopeful for the Shattenkirk thing, but I think like yeah, he might just, he, he he's he's not washed, but like yeah, he's in the twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how that is. But at least it looks like JVR has a little bit more going. Yeah, so um, it was really nice seeing the the Bruins come back from being down one on uh, Sunday night. I got to go to the game because uh, Ben asked me that morning if I wanted to go see Corelli. And I said, yes. And I had said to uh, Glenn on Saturday, I'm like, I wonder when Ben's going to ask me if I want to go to the game tomorrow night. <laughs> you, you just knew? Oh, of course I knew because it was okay. it's the only visit that uh, Columbus would be in town and I wanted to see Sean Corelli. Oh, and then, nice. you know what the thing is, though, is that I find that as time goes on, I'm I just I don't notice him as much on the ice. Mm-hmm. So it's like I might be kind of like over it. <sighs> Here's what's happened on Sunday night. Sunday night was hockey used for everyone night. Fantastic night. Love it. All for it. But the seats in the balcony are so tight. And when you have big bodies in there with big bodies, and I'm one of those big bodies, I ended up sitting like this. And then I did uh. this. I tried this because I thought, well... So for podcast listeners, she yeah. has her shoulders hunched up around her ears, and now her hands are crossed right under her chin. And um, that like wasn't she's doing a trust fall. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then I put them down on my lap, and I was like so squished, and it was like I could barely move. And I was just like, I must have seemed like the grumpiest person <laughs> there was until, until the Bruins scored. But it was honestly, it was like, I just can't move <laughs> comfortably. It's okay. I, I we all got through the game. We all had a good time, and I've never seen Margie have a hat trick live. So that was really great. I loved it, and he did it for his gram because his grandmother passed away this past weekend. So I'm glad that he had a good weekend. But you know, at the end of the uh, video, you know, they play the the hype video in the the beginning of the uh, before the game starts, and they show you know all the players, yeah, loud noises and and things. At the end of the hype video, they showed the goal in overtime from the night before. And Marshy just going. That was so good. <laughs> I um, shared it on Instagram. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. It was great. <sighs> All right. I got to stop talking about that. I'm just I'm so pleased that the Bruins have gone toe to toe with with Toronto I mean, they probably should be beating the pants off of them more, but two wins, even if it was shootout and then overtime win, that's fine with me. I went to the shootout win. Oh boy. I was just sitting there. I said to my friend, Steve, I'm like, wow, you're getting, getting more bang for your buck here because we're going to the shootout. (laughs) Oh, so that was fun. Bruins are okay. They are probably even better than okay. <laughs> even though I'm the one who predicted that they were going to win the Stanley Cup because bold predictions are required. 
even though I said that, I'm trying to just keep my expectations tempered. I'm not getting upset at overtime. I mean, losses in the in the regular season, and I'm just trying to be cool and calm when they're having these hiccups. There will be more hiccups. That is for sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't want them to do the same pace that they did last year at all. But I do want them to get hot at the right time. And I want them to know how to deal with other teams. What do you think about the physicality of certain teams against them? Like, uh, uh, obviously, the Panthers game. It was the second game between the two of them. And it was the first game since Charlie McAvoy had done that very suspendable and should have been suspended hit on OEL. So they they took their liberties with uh, with McAvoy early a few times. And the refs were just kind of letting it happen. You know, I mean, there was some payback that needed to happen for sure. But the guy served four games for it. So really lay off after a while. But how do we feel about the physicality of this team going against a team that wants to do stuff like that regularly? Like Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reeves went after Patra and it's like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't know why he played that game anyway, because they only played him like two shifts after that, but. I was going to say, he didn't play like the second or third. He didn't play the second or third period. That, you know, Reeves was able to catch him, but you know. Yeah, Patra just got up and he was fine, but I'm just saying. There were a couple games where earlier in the season they were uh, there were teams who were just trying to target him, and it's just like don't you tar- don't you touch that angel. I mean, I I don't want a return to grit, mm-hmm. and you know, like, uh, and you know, obviously the, there's no real role for an enforcer. We have Freddie, who's great and fun and just insane, and. We know that we brought back a player who was supposed to fit that role a little bit more, probably because his better playing days are far behind him. And we'll talk about that guy in a little bit. But, you know, I I wish that our defense had a little more snarl other than Charlie McAvoy, who I always am worried that he's going to get himself hurt at some point. Not that he's injury prone. It's just that he hits so hard. He hits like old school style. Yeah. Yeah. He uses the hips, though. Right, right. Some Rob Blake shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Blake. <laughs> I think that's who um, Brandon Carlo said was his favorite player growing up. That was would make sense. Abs? He was on the abs? Rob Bla- Blake was in was in was in the abs for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, come on, Carlo, do that. <laughs> I just want Carlo to hit more. He's doing fine at everything else. He doesn't need to do more. Except score. Yeah. But we know how that goes. Anyway. So I'm, I'm going to say something which I know will not many other fans will agree with. I think the physicality or lack of on the Bruins is totally overblown. Okay. Well, and also when, when Patro was new to the league and teams were, I guess, saying, you know, welcome to the NHL kind of moments. Like, <laughs> again, if you want to find something, this is in life in general. If you are searching for something, if you're searching for a reason to complain, you will find it. So it, it's, it, it was, it was, I think 
a bit media magnified. Okay. But uh, okay, that that game where they took liberties, uh, Florida took liberties on McAvoy. The Bruins won three to one. That's I'd rather see that response. Okay. All right. Well, um, you're right. There's confirmation bias where mm-hmm. you will look for something and you'll find it. Didn't Florida I actually I, I should pause. I'm trying to remember who won that Florida um Ottawa game. <laughs> the one oh, with no. like 167 penalty minutes in it? Yeah. Speaking of penalty minutes, fucking Truba. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I was I was gonna get there I was like too. no, I was like, like how does he not get like a major suspension? That's some McSor- McSorley shit right there. Yeah, basically yeah, pretending that Trent Frederick's head was a pinata. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he got away with it. There it's like right there in right to the side of the net. Like right in front of the net. Yeah, like how does like how for, how does it first get away with get away with it on the ice and then and then not get a big suspension for it? Like because there was no call. There doesn't need to be a call for opposite for for, for Dobbs to look at a hit. Well, Dobbs said, "Oh, we can only find him." I don't know why. To me, I'm just like, you should be able to just look at that and just go, "Hey, that's." <laughs> That's many infractions there. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's ten games there, fucko. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the NHL will only suspend you if you appear hurt on the play. Uh, so he needed to sell it. Mm-hmm. Too bad Freddie's just fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, and he I was, was like, just like, exactly. I was gonna say, like Freddie's that guy that hits his head. It's his own, own head on the wall as part of his yeah. training regimen. Yeah. It's like, oh, what doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. The only time <laughs> Freddie reacted to someone hitting him with a stick was when he got hit in the groin by Ovechkin. <laughs> Which, by the way, also went unpunished, but um, by the league. So, I mean, maybe it's a Freddie thing. You, they don't care. Freddie, I mean, that was an Freddie... impressive bit of tra- an impressive bit of trade work, though. Like you know, it's like okay, well. Yeah, he took the two, and he took a shot in the nuts. But he took Ovechkin did did take the penalty with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is smart. Freddie reminds me of I think it's it was John Henderson of the Jaguars. Before every game, he would have like an assistant or an intern, whoever it was with the Jaguars, slap him in the face a few times to get him ready for the game. And I feel like that's like that's like Freddie. Like he's just like yeah. Slap me a few times so I'm ready. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like that's what it is. I mean, do people, you know, do players in the locker room, like, let him put his lid on and then they just keep whacking him with their sticks or something? I don't you know, get it. He, he, you know, he, he, um, uh, he grew up with the Kachucks. Like, <laughs> I want to bet those kids that spent a lot of time at a minimum helmet and gloves in the basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's got to be like jackass style videos in home videos from the, that group of kids somewhere in some oh, basement. Yeah. There has to be. Oh my God. I, you know, it's like I saw something on Sportsnet about uh, they were talking to the two Kachuk brothers. It was Colby Armstrong talking to them. And then they showed them take a series of face offs and the last face off. 
they were all like skates over asses and all of these different things. And it was just hilarious. You know what I mean? So it was just uh, uh, all they were just a mess on the ice. And then seeing last week's or the results of last week's games where everybody got a penalty. Everybody in the ice got a misconduct, which was hilarious. The the Kachucks, they will liven up the East. And that is very exciting and fun. I don't want I just those two teams playing. That's all I want to see. I mean, I hate Matt Matt Kachuk, but if you were on our team, I'd love him. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brady looks like he has like an angelic face, but he's a rat. <laughs> Angelic's not how I would describe his face. He's kind of kind of babyish. He's kind of like. Cherubic. He's got a sloth thing going on too. A sloth thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, 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 like from the Goonies. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. You all were staring at him like they think I'm like saying he looks like a three-toed sloth or something, huh? Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I just was hoping that you would expand. That's all. <laughs> I mean, like. And, he does though, and, and and ultimately capable of extraordinary violence, but fundamentally wholesome, like like like, like sloth. Okay, <laughs> there you go. I like to think that he, when he says "I love you" to his brother, he says, "Brady loved Chuck." That's cute. That's cute. Ah. <sighs> All right, so I think we there's this one thing that we have to talk about right now. None of us want to talk about this, so we're going to do it very briefly because I think we're all of the same mind on this. I made reference to a guy that the Bruins brought back for maybe a little bit of punchy punch, punchizing, and who probably, if I'm if I'm going to to make a guess, will probably never be on the team again. Uh, Lucic, yeah. yeah. Milan Lucic got into a domestic uh, assault and battery, basically, and, and uh, he was charged with that. He's pled not guilty to that, and he's gone into the player assistance program, which I think is good because the player assistance program can hopefully help him sort out his obvious anger management issues and whether or not he has an alcohol problem or I don't know. So he's getting that help. I'll be honest with you, I really don't want him back on the Bruins. I I understand the the argument that uh, that domestic violence experts say about how you don't want to take away the job from the abuser because that puts the the victim at risk. But I just feel like with this 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 process going on longer and longer it's very likely he's not going to be back on the team because he'll need to be in the the player assistance program for a while and he needs to go through the court system and take care of all of that and then the bruins can decide whether or not they want to bring him back or not but you know the shine is off the apple mm-hmm. with regards to luch i you just can't look at him the same way it was fun to have luch back regardless of the effect, of his effect on the ice right right and this makes it um not fun. unfun. Yeah. In the interest of being consistent, I have on the record on this on the this, this show how I responded to people like Voinov and so forth. I'm done with Luch. The end. I see no reason to talk about him ever again. 
it's what it is. I found myself doing a bit of bargaining in this whole thing where I was just kind of like, well, you know, it's not exactly like the point off thing. And then I had to stop doing that because it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the degree to which the victim was hurt. It is violence and violence is not something to be tolerated. Just throw some fucking dirt on him. It's done. Other players in the league who've gotten away with certain things. Ribeiro did for a long time until his alcoholism basically undid him. And then uh, Austin Watson. I always think about that. His his partner claimed that she was the one who was the uh, who the cops were called on. And I was just like, you, you don't have to. I mean, maybe she was, but you Wasn't don't have there to something lie for him. weird that it's not really clear what even happened yet about um, Valerian Nechushkin last year during the playoffs, too. Yeah. Yeah. The the woman in the hotel room in Seattle. That's yeah. all we know. Is is he back? I don't believe so, no. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, like Var- Varlamov, ages and ages and ages ago, there was something when he was back when he was with, uh, with the Avs. Yep. Like, it's like, His uh, domestic uh, partner, yep. Yeah, so it's like... And, and then, I don't know if you heard this in addition to that. Um, what's his name? Guy who was with the Devils, but then they're, they made a contract with him that was illegal, and then he Kovalchuk. left... Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk basically said to, to Varlamov uh, after that, you know, bitches will just say anything to stay in the country, meaning the U.S. Mm. Because in Russia, you can get away with this shit. I'm not... I'm not speculating. I know mm. you get away with this yeah. in, in Russia. Domestic abuse is not an excuse uh, to be imprisoned or anything. Valerie's nearly a point a game player this year. <laughs> Didn't realize he's been playing. No, he's, he's, he's sick now, but he please played yeah. 24 games. <laughs> oh, is um, he back with the abs? Mm-hmm. Really? Man, that was swept under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had to take a leave of absence and everything. And then, nothing there was no further they released the tapes uh the body cam or part of the body cam footage that's that's so frustrating anyway yeah domestic violence is something that i don't know personally about thankfully so i'm not in the system for any of that but i feel for the victims men and women can also uh, both can be victims both can be perpetrators. And I just feel like, you know, we just had to tie up the bow on, on Looch because I feel like if we swept it under the rug, then people might be like, hey, why did you not talk about that? We talk about the good and the bad. So obviously that's the bad. But uh, it was fun for a while and it's no longer fun. And that's all I have to say about that. So we should talk about what the Bruins are going to be doing this week. Okay, so um, oh, that's the wrong month. Yeah, the new schedule thing is stupid. I, I don't, don't like it. it. Oh, we agree. Don't like it. Okay. Anyway, so uh, today, of course, being Wednesday, the uh, December sixth. I can't remember if I actually said that during that train wreck of an opening. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a lot of things from the kitchen sink in there, but that is not one of them. <laughs> um, yes. So um, we kick that off tomorrow, Thursday, December seventh, seven p.m. Eastern time. Is Black at home? Uh. <laughs> 
Um, or is white? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be black because they wear black jerseys at home. It used to be gold okay, and black. It, okay, <laughs> it is tomorrow at home. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, against the Sabers. Yeah, and they follow that up on uh, Saturday. That's December 9th, uh, one p.m. Eastern time for a Manatee game against the Coyotes. That's just cruel. I mean, like all four Coyotes fans are gonna have to get up at like six in the morning to watch that game. <laughs> Actually, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, quick bitch about uh, that game. I can't watch it because it's on NHL Network. Oh, that no. sucks. Yeah. But you know what? Also, yay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how the, the Coyotes are doing. I, I just but, don't like know. Matt. Matt They're a playoff like, team. I, I can't watch Matt Nays anymore. Like, so. No, no. Maddie says no. I mean, I didn't, wa- I didn't watch a lot of Matt Nays before that, too, because it's just, just hard to. Yeah. It's just hard to justify. Yeah. You know, what happens with me is like halfway through the game, Boomer decides like, I need to go for a walk now. And then he makes my life a living hell because he does this whimper thing. Now it's like, also our standard matinee is two to five for me. That's a, Oh yeah. It's weird time. Well, it's just not good. No, it's okay. It's just, you know, it's not a big game. Yeah. I, I typically like the matinee games because I can watch the Bruins have dinner and then I, um, oh, I am a musician and I pretty much have a gig every week these days now. So then I can go to my gig at night. There you go. Yeah. So but that's me. That's a me thing. After everyone. Well, I mean, this weekend I'm getting my I'm getting two shots on on Friday. So I might be couch surfing all weekend so we'll see how that feels anyway so then they got they got a couple days off and next wednesday that's um december 13th 7 30 p.m eastern time at the pru can i can i bitch again it's on tnt it's blacked (laughs) out i can't watch it it's on tnt i'm excited to see the devils uh the devils are not doing as great as i thought they would do because who knew the the key to the devil's success was andrew brunette I, know that. <laughs> I mean there's also subtracting like two pretty darn two solid top four defensemen from from their group with a ziegenthaler and graves where did ziegenthaler go and ziegenthaler shit i mean uh severson oh yeah he went to columbus <laughs> and graves is with penguins Pens, yeah yeah yeah, he's my favorite member of uh, My Chemical Romance. His name is He's in Nova Scotia that's not from the greater greater Halifax area, which is always exciting. There's not that many of those in the league. The first picture I saw of him, he was super pale and his hair is so, so dark. And I'm just like, and he played for Jersey for you know a while. And I was like, he's a long lost member of My Chemical Romance. Okay, Mike. anyway, follow that up the 15th. Just in case. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, at um, uh, wherever it is the Isles played these days, Belmont. <laughs> the USB Center. The USB I, Center? I think I think that's what it's called. I tried to get there, and I tried to like go into their gate, and it ends up, I went in the wrong way, and then I tried the other, the other entrance, 
And it ends up I had it right the first time. The first entrance to the USB center was the right way to get in. Oh, it's the UBS <laughs> arena. <laughs> Oh, 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 got it, got it, got it. Yeah, because it's totally impossible to put a USB in the right way. I got it, I got it. Took, yeah, me a, it took a second, yeah. <laughs> well, if because I didn't even realize you were telling a joke, and then the punchline dropped. <laughs> yeah, I was busy looking at something. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to multitask, and then I realized it's not the USB; it's the UBS. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh so weird i'm not going to do the next day but so they're playing all three the three new york teams in a row you'd think they would just like oh they're doing new york road trip right no the game against the rangers is at home (laughs) (laughs) it's actually kind of funny (laughs) i should be able to watch the new york games i'm looking forward to that okay that's fine you watch what you can watch Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm not going to be like holding anybody's feet to the flame. I, I watch most of the games, and sometimes, you know, it's like I'm just a little gamed out. I didn't used to be on team in shorter season, but like I think like a 60 game season. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm all for a 60 game season. And then like the playoffs don't run into fucking June. <laughs> Less back to backs. Mm-hmm. Back to backs is like Thursday night football. Yeah. It's just bad. <laughs> so bad. NBA loves it too, and it's so bad. Now NBA tries is adding their in season tournament, and it's just all bullshit. Yeah. Well, see, the hardest thing about it too is like that I hate about about back to backs is like, I mean, yeah, I'm on the record that I don't understand people that watch multiple sports. I don't have the energy for it. Mm-hmm. Don't have the even before, but I had, even when my time back when my time was my own, you know, I didn't watch games besides Bruin games very often didn't want to go through the hassle. It's like, I would like to do other things some, some evenings. Mm-hmm. Back-to-backs are fucking taxing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, even excluding the current details of my uh, of everything else that I'm in, in my life, it's like, back-to-backs are just fucking exhausting. Mm-hmm. You want to have your time off and then see the game the next night, not night and then night. You know? Exactly. I, like, haven't... You know, I mean, one of the reasons why I love football is, like, I only have to deal with it basically one day a week i used to watch a lot more football than i do now and i am watching the patriots just to be sarcastic which is really (laughs) funny because i was talking to ben about this the other day i was like you know i fan bases of sports are very different from each other football is not a very sarcastic funny sport you know, people are basically like, ah, go, 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 whatever, you know, whereas hockey fans, most hockey fans that I've met, even in the in the arenas are sarcastic and snarky. And they're like, yeah, that was a great idea. Passing the puck to the guy with the different laundry. Good job <laughs> there. It's like we're snarky and we're funny and, and all that stuff. I have no idea what baseball players are like. I Are they like, you know, nerds with spreadsheets or something i i don't know um, um it, it's it's split up between people who love uh baseball analytics and people who think it's a bunch of bullshit and the people that think it's a bunch of bullshit are the quote-unquote purists and um nerds are ruining the game blah, blah, blah. Mm. Fuck, get out there, of here. there is room for everybody in all sports do a math so. equation once 
<laughs> I happen to love math equations, but I really I don't watch sports to do that. So it's like okay. uh, so, so this year, like watching the Patriots has been <laughs> terrible. But if you turn it on its side a little bit and just make fun of the whole thing, then you feel a little bit better. That's all. I mean, sports are supposed to be for enjoyment. And if you don't enjoy watching multiple sports, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you don't like watching all the games in a week, that's fine. You can watch one Bruins game a week and that's fine. You know, make it one that you want to see. You know, I, I, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I, I, yeah, I watch basically all the games, which is insane. <laughs> and, but you know what? I have a partner who loves watching hockey that I didn't even know this about until like 2013. So it's like, it's something that we do together. And I think that, you know, when you have a partner who wants to, we're old. We're old. We like to stay home. You know, I like to go out and stuff, but it's so exhausting lately. So anyway, my point is, is that, uh, yeah, I watch a lot of the games because my husband watches a lot of the games. There you go. Every once in a while, I'll turn on another game to just see what's going on. That's kind of fun. What I love about hockey is that we have a healthy sense of humor and it really is like, you know, you got to be able to laugh about some things. You really do. Or this world's going to eat you up, mm-hmm. you know, and hockey. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it is fucking fun. It is magnificent. It is a beautiful sport played by people who sometimes can barely skate uh, and by other players who can skate circles around everybody. And I found myself yelling the other day, how about if you shoot the puck? (laughs) Shoot first. Don't pass it. You know, that kind of stuff. Because it's like, it's hilarious. It's supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, then why are you watching it? There you go. That's that's Red Sox Twitter. Red Sox Twitter was fun for part of last night. For the first time in a long time, when they traded for Dick Fitz, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> There's a guy's name is Dick Fitz. <laughs> well, it's Richard, but yeah, Dick Fitz. If the Dick <clears throat> Fitz, <laughs> and, like for for a couple hours, like Dick Fitz was trending on Twitter, <laughs> and, and it was fun for a few hours until like the Yankees are close to. Trading for a generational player, which sucks, but we'll always have the Dick Fitz night. (laughs) You know, I made a decision that if for some reason my name were Richard, which it's not and it's never going to be. But if it were, I would go by Dickie Hmm. because I'd rather be remembered as being that little fake shirt thing that you wear (laughs) under a sweater or a vest rather than being called Dick by anybody. <laughs> Dickie, if you just say my name is Dickie, they can shorten it to Dick, but no, 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 it's Dickie. Yeah, I think most people are like, oh, okay. There you go. I guess technically I am a Dick because my last name, Richardson, Dixon, Dixon. Dickieson. <laughs> Dickieson. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I heard that if I were named, uh, if I were a a boy, or if I were assigned male at birth, I would have been named Ralph. 
Maxwell. You know I would have been gone, going by Max. No, no way would I be a Ralph. It's a family name. It's uh, actually that not a Ralphie. <laughs> you wouldn't be a Ra- a Ralphie. Oh, Ralph is actually kind of cute, but a Ralph can go by Al too. Really? I've never Why thought not? about that. Ralford. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphbert. That just sounds like, like um uh, like Scooby Doo saying the names of the, the, the name name of the lead singer of of, of, of Judas Priest. <laughs> Rob Halford. <laughs> oh man, I love Rob Halford. He's so awesome. It is like he is like a hundred thousand times more. Or, I wouldn't say more better, but he's a hundred thousand times better now that he's just been open. Uh, openly gay although he always said i was always openly gay <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah we just didn't know <laughs> i kind of knew but i didn't i mean it's like he, he, in retrospect it's almost impossible that hey to understand like how people not figure this out it's pretty yeah it was it was it's sort of like anybody apparently being surprised to find out that freddie mercury was gay it's like are you though <laughs> i knew freddie was gay uh, Rob Halford, I was not sure about because I was like, I was a little confused. And I also grew up in that time frame where, like, there was a lot of androgyny or men wearing lots of makeup and men wearing women's clothes. And how is this any different than my life now? Or is it Halford? Did, Halford did neither <laughs> of those things. He just wore tight leather daddy outfit yeah <laughs> yeah it, it was his dance moves. They were not typical metal dance moves. And that's how you could probably tell. So, but anyway, Rob Halford and I agree on one thing for sure. Uh, and you should know he loves cats, by the way. Loves cats. Oh. Yes. Uh, but we, we both agree on Howie Long. So there you go. I like to point that out because I just feel a kinship with him. And I'm talking about Howie like from like 30 or 40 years ago. I mean, he's fine now and stuff, but I'm old. I'm continuing to be old. It's fine. <laughs> um okay yeah so we'll hopefully be back next week to talk about brewing stuff we'll have more specific stuff to talk about i'm just doing such a great job here so jeff why don't you uh take us out you've been listening to barely on topic you can find us wherever your favorite podcasts are found um you can also uh follow us on twitter that's at barely on topic or or on facebook at barely on topic podcast and of course, there are our individual Twitter accounts, such as they are at this point. I am at Dr. Hengrenade. I am at Tim A. Richardson. I'm at Nick Baggio. And I'm at dueling Dennis Zeidenberg bobbleheads dot edu. <laughs> I was thinking about that story today. <laughs> also known as at VA from RI. <laughs> <laughs> I got two for my birthday. <laughs> Thank you. 